welcome to the Banking Bonus Time podcast, produced and presented by the Community Bankers Webinar Network, powered by FinEd. Today, we have Eric Cook from WSI Digital Marketing with us to discuss his webinar on marketing in 2021, virtual relationships, and the new customer. During a successful 15-year banking career, Eric Cook was the driving force behind many of his bank's strategic technology initiatives. In 1995, he took his community bank online, making them one of the first hometown banks in the nation with a web presence. When Eric left banking in 2007, he was regional president for a Michigan-based publicly traded community bank. Today, Eric owns his own digital marketing agency focused on helping clients connect and engage with their customers online. A three-time contributing author to the best-selling book, Digital Minds, He also serves as faculty at several banking schools around the country, where he teaches financial industry professionals how to engage and how to build relationships online with today's digital consumer. Eric combines hands-on experience with state-of-the-art digital marketing solutions to to help (laughs) clients achieve success online. He's a national sought-after speaker on social technology, digital strategy, and online banking trends. So with that, Eric, thank you for joining us today and welcome to the podcast. Hopefully I'm not tearing you away from a beautiful sunny day like we have here in Montana. It is, uh, it is very nice. And um, my, um, my empathies and sympathies for making you read that long-winded, somewhat convoluted bio and introduction, but uh, you hung in there and I appreciate it. Oh, no, you're great. Well, (laughs) let's jump into it so I don't have to take you away from this beautiful day. Um, Let's see. I have a couple of questions for you regarding your webinar on virtual marketing. The first is, can you tell us who can benefit the most from standing up for this webinar and why do they need this training session? Sure. Well, one of the things that certainly, and uh, it seems like, sorry about the background noise, the uh, the lawnmowers just decided to show up. So we've got a lot of fun little things going on in today's webinar. Um, but I was just going to say, one of the things that COVID and 2020 told us, not only do you have to roll with the punches and take what you got, and if that's background noise or uh, kids or dogs or whatever the case is, um, but it told us that consumers are becoming more adept because they had to of embracing digital technology and going online instead of standing in line at financial institutions. And so when we start talking about building these virtual relationships and connecting and reaching those that we want to influence through digital, I think individuals within institutions that are in marketing, that are within retail, that are within sales, whether it's commercial lending, mortgage lending, branch management staff, certainly compliance individuals, understanding how we're communicating outside of the walls of our bank and even senior management and executive officers leading from the top and determining to what extent they want to make this a cultural expectation of their employees to be able to go out and build these virtual relationships. And does it mean that we're going to get away from or not look for opportunities to get back in person and see people and shake hands and have those good old fashioned uh, 2019 and before conversations. But I think 
there are a number of different areas within any institution that would benefit from understanding how to build these virtual relationships moving forward. Great. My next question is with COVID in our world right now. Virtual communication is becoming increasingly important, like you just mentioned. Can you give us a little taste of some important marketing tips that relate to the importance of best practices of virtual communications? Sure, absolutely. I think, I mean, first and foremost, it's accepting the fact that even the people that you wouldn't expect to be online and virtual are now there. People are using online banking services, um, technologies, apps, they're exploring other alternatives to maybe your bank because now they're being exposed to things. Uh, my father was a community banker for 30 plus years and it wasn't until COVID hit that he even downloaded the banks, he's retired now, but, but his bank's mobile app and started scanning checks and taking pictures. And, and mobile check deposit has been around for a number of years but he was not one that would do that. And now he's doing it and he's bragging about how easy and convenient it is. Um, and so having that understanding that it's not just the digital millennials that you need to connect with, that there is all different types of clients that are now part of that digital footprint. And when you go online, if you've never done this, I think the other important thing to realize is most people will focus on the me. What is our institution done? What are the awards that we have received? And talk about things that we feel in the eyes of those that we're communicating with matter the most. But at the end of the day, it really should be your audience that is the focus of everything that you're producing, all of your content, your messaging, the information that you're sharing, um, your networking opportunities. Don't go online with the assumption that you're going to generate sales and, and build accounts and get loan applications in the door. It is very much, even more so now than ever, relationship focused, and that takes time and conversation and putting content out there for the world to consume, even though you might educate and get somebody to learn about a product or a service from you, but yet go back to their institution and you'll never, you'll never get an opportunity to serve them as a client. So um, changing your mindset and your expectations around that relationship building process is probably one of the biggest things that I try to drive home during my, uh, during my, my topic. Are there, are there any common mistakes you see institutions making when it comes to virtual marketing or maybe some bad habits you want people to watch out for? I think a lot of institutions still are afraid to allow their employees to go out and contribute and to build their own personal brand. They are fearful of, well, I don't want my employees out on insert whatever social network you want, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn. I don't want them on those social networking platforms while they're at work. And while you certainly maybe had to let go of that a little bit as employees were working from home and they had the ability to do that, historically, that was restricted within the walls of the institution because you had the fear of productivity, the risk of privacy and confidentiality. Um, and, and I even heard some senior executives say, well, you know, 
I don't want my employees going out on LinkedIn and building their personal brand and being seen as a thought leader because that's going to make them attractive and somebody's going to come and hire them away from me. And I'm going to lose employees because my employees are going to look so good online that every other bank in the market is going to want to hire them. And in my opinion, how great would that be if your employees, your staff are so desirable you need to focus as a senior management manager on creating the environment that they want to stick around and empowering them to be successful. So not training your employees, not empowering and trusting them, not showing them how they can go about leveraging these tools and these digital platforms to connect with their clients and customers and members is probably one of the biggest things that I see as a hurdle. Um, there's also the fallacy that it's a waste of time. I don't want to go online. And, and I was having a conversation with an institution. And the very first question that came out of this gentleman's mouth was, well, I don't really get on LinkedIn much because I'm not in sales and I'm not trying to get loans. And by the end of the conversation, he realized that his role within his institution of being a storyteller and a content producer and his role he played on the marketing side actually prevented, presented, not prevented, presented a tremendous opportunity for him to connect with other storytellers, media professionals, um, writers. And he was very excited, not only about posting, but actually writing some articles and, and really hitting it hard. And that's one of the most satisfying things as a presenter and a speaker is when a light bulb moment like that happens and somebody realizes that what they thought was reality is different than what is actually going on. And, uh, and I'm hoping that there will be uh, several of those during my session with you folks. Yes, that'd be great. Um, to end the day, I want our listeners to get to know a little bit more about you. So I was wondering if you could share with us how you originally got into marketing and began your career in this field. Absolutely. I, um, I'm a little bit of a nerd, I'll admit, um, but when I was a banker back in the day, um, we, uh, we got our first personal computer in 1994 from Gateway 2000. Any old school folks on the line will recognize that as the, the computer that came in the box that was decorated like a black and white Holstein. And that computer had a modem on it with a subscription to America Online. And that got me onto this thing called the World Wide Web and explored the information superhighway. So fast forward, I taught myself HTML, built a bank website, launched it in 1995 without any board approval or risk management plan, which would probably get you fired in today's day and age. But for whatever reason, I just had a feeling that this website internet thing was going to be something that would evolve and I needed to be a part of it. And so started doing web development for area businesses that were clients of ours at the bank that liked the bank's website and wanted to know who did it and said it was me. And then kind of came to the realization that my life's passion and purpose really needs to be helping others in the financial industry understand what I have fallen in love with. And that's how to use technology, how to build relationships, how to communicate. Um, and uh, so I've been doing that now for the last 14 years and it's been a real joy. Um, when I'm not behind the computer, 
you can find me playing with probably uh, my two golden retrievers, um, spoiling my wife for uh, hopping on a mountain bike and spending some time on the trail. So those are, those are some of my other passions. Oh, that's great. Can you tell us a little bit about what WSI Digital Marketing does? Sure. So w, uh, WSI is actually a global organization. I am a, an independently owned and operated franchisee of the WSI network. WSI has been around since 1995, which coincidentally is when I started doing web development as a digital agency network. And in our 25 plus years of operation, we've grown to about a thousand offices in 80 countries around the world. And Within the WSI ecosystem, there's really not a project or a platform or an industry that we haven't served. And so our office here based out of Northern Michigan is focused exclusively on serving community banks and financial institutions with web development, social media, online advertising, search engine optimization, marketing automation, analytics, um, pretty much anything that touches the internet and involves reputation, brand, promotion, marketing, we do. Um, and then one thing that's uh, relatively new to our business that wasn't mentioned in the bio, but it occupies uh, more and more of my time is we actually started a mentoring community for community bankers called The Linked Banker. And that exclusively focuses on how to help individuals in the financial services industry better understand and mentor them in building their personal brand and connecting. And um, that's been real exciting as we've seen a lot of those aha moments going on through that program. So we're deeply committed to the to the banking space and it's a passion of mine and um, just really enjoy coming to work every day, even though that commute uh, is not very long just to walk down the hallway. Those are always the best commutes. Absolutely. Well, Eric, thank you so much for taking time to chat with me today. You can access and purchase Eric's webinar, Marketing in 2021, Virtual Relationships and the New Customer, at our website using the link in our show notes. You can also visit us at financialadinc.com. Be sure to follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter on the Community Bankers Network pages. Before I sign off, I'd like to thank all of our state association partners, our topic experts, and you, the listeners. Thank you for all you do to support your customers. And thanks for listening in. Mm-hmm.